You've seen her comedy concerts in all the big cities, like Zorro, Ohio at the Elks Lodge, at bingo halls in Stockholm, Wisconsin, and working the retirement home in Louisiana, Missouri. And now you hear her thoughts on her No Reason podcast. Here's Nola J, the chocolate blonde, on the No Reason podcast. Can I kick it? Welcome to the No Reason Podcast. I'm your host, Nola J, a.k.a. Chocolate Blonde, a.k.a. Jizzle. And I'm your one and only co-host, Don Suave, a.k.a. Suave Sutra, a.k.a. Suavarati. Don't hurt nobody or tell nobody because it's a secret. You done? You take up all that time and don't be talking about nothing. Absolutely nothing. I said a lot right there. You didn't say nothing. You said a whole lot of nothing. Welcome to episode 88. The big Man. eight. Michael Irvin. You know, eight means infinity. Right on. So this is episode double infinity. Double infinity. I thought you was going to do something with the eight plus eight and make it 16. Like No, you. eight plus eight make it great. Oh my God. Anywho, hope everyone had a great week. I had a pretty busy week. My weeks are pretty busy. These Wednesdays come up so quick. I'd be like, whoa, it's time for the podcast. So I hope mm. um, everyone got out there. I know in the Midwest, the weather has been pretty good. And I'm sure on the East Coast, the weather has been pretty decent. Of course, everyone knows with Midwest and East Coast weather, especially Midwest and Wisconsin weather. It's still cold here. I don't know what it'll, like yesterday, it was like 65 and gorgeous. I was down by the lake, and then today it went back down to 39. So that's the life of the Midwest, baby. I'm not feeling it. That's how it is, sir. That's how we get down it's here. But in a minute, it's going to warm up because summer's right around the corner. So. Looking forward to that. Tomorrow's April Fool's Day. I don't know if I'm going to play some jokes. I always play jokes, though. I do. I'm corny. I'm like a five-year-old. I still do April Fool jokes. I get my mom every time. She's easy to get, though. Mm. She believes a lot, I say. So tell everybody to not answer no calls from you tomorrow? I don't know, man. I'm, I'm a, I don't know. Like, I do I do, do them. I'm not gonna lie. Like I, I like I don't wake up planning on how to do it. Like I'm gonna do this and that. It just throughout the day, I'm like, I'll be talking to people. Like it'd be kind of fun to play a joke on them. So I might play some jokes. I'm not sure, but it is April Fools. Uh, I hope everyone got out and I don't know, man. I hope y'all been checking out comedy and laughing and doing things because <clears throat> there's a lot of crazy stuff going on again. And we got that Derek Chavon or whatever that punk's name is that killed George Floyd trial going on. Um, I get bits and pieces of it, but I'm not really trying to mess with that right now because I don't want to get my hopes up so high. It's so disappointing. Are they, are they showing it like the OJ? They showing it live. Wow. And I just don't. I'll Every now and then I'll, I'll, I'll take a look just to see. But I just, I don't want to. I feel like I'm gonna get disappointed. They always let us down, and the whole world saw what happened. So, if they somehow pull it off, or this dude gets off, I, I, I don't even want to talk about it because it gets me upset. So yeah, that's going on. He'll, um, he'll write a book like OJ. Huh? He'll write a book about how he did it, like OJ. He might be that damn dumb because 
OJ is like that stupid ass book he had where he said, if I did it, this I'd do it or something. <laughs> and then that interview he had where he kept saying Charlie and everybody knew Charlie was him. And at some point he got so, con- it, at some point OJ got so confused about him and Charlie, he started just saying him. So then I took and I'm like, what happened to Charlie? <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, OJ is out there. Uh, let me see what else is going on. Oh, it is the two year anniversary of Nipsey Hussle's um, passing. So rest in heaven. Um, yeah, I still listen to his music. That's still a hard one. That's still a hard one. Him, Kobe. Those are some hard ones, man. Those are some hard ones. So mm. yeah, so rest in heaven. Shout out to him. Um, I also, I'm just going to keep talking about me because I know when I go to Swizzle, it's not going to be anything, you guys. So I might as well just keep talking. Saturday, took my nephew to the Bucks game. The whole damn bench played. Not one starter. I think the only starter was Brooke. Brooke was, Lopez, I he think. He was not balling. I, he was not balling. Our whole bench. There was a dude on there. My my nephew, he's, he cracks me up. He he kept calling it the Nassus. Giannis's brother, Michael uh, Jackson, because he was like, that's like you show up to the game. You think you're going to see Michael Jordan as Michael Jackson because <laughs> he's a Giannis fan. So he was right. disappointed that it wasn't it was the other like brother. The rip off. <laughs> he called it the rip off. He kept calling him Michael Jackson. Well, Michael Jackson was balling, though. He had about 23 points. He kind of stepped up. Oh, yeah. um, they had a new cat on there. My nephew once again was getting on him. Um, I think he's from Africa. His name was, we was trying to pronounce his name. We was waiting for them to say his name because we couldn't figure out how to pronounce it. It was, he's a rookie. Gosh, it's on the tip of my tongue right now. I can't think of his name right now, but he was timid. He was scared, but it was his first time and he's a rookie. And so at one point during um, halftime, when we were coming back on the court, Giannis, of course, quote, hurt, but not really. Um, came out and started giving him pointers and helping him out and just spending a little quality time with him. I thought that was sweet. Um, I thought it was sweet. <laughs> I thought it was sweet. He was he was trying to help the brother out. Cute. Yeah, trying to get him out of shell because dude was like timid like a mug. We was like, man, you have to do something. What are you doing? So he had a whole damn bench played. Hmm. I mean, deep bench. It wasn't just they had everybody was out there. People, yeah. We had nobody on there that was um, a starter, like I said, but Brooke. But he, I don't know what he was doing. I think Brooke misses his brother, to be honest. Um, and we played the New York Knicks. And uh, D. Rose, got to see D. Rose. He came off the bench. He didn't start. He didn't. He was all right that night too. So I don't. I don't know. It, it's just been one of those games. I guess Knicks. Knicks won. The Knicks end up winning. We could have won. We was very close. Julius Randle go off. Um, did he play? I don't know because it seemed like both teams just was having a bench players, and it wasn't. And it seemed like either team was really that into it. That's interesting. But it was fun. It was still fun it's to an watch. Eastern Conference game. You both playoff teams. That's interesting. Yeah, but I think they were resting up because we're on the road. So I think that's why um, the starters and everybody was not playing because we, we're on a road. We're on the West Coast right now. We're playing the Lakers right now. So, um, and we played, um, was it the Clippers the other night? Yeah, Monday. That didn't end well, did it? No. 
So I think that's the reason why they was like having the whole entire uh, bench. But Milwaukee's up right now with the Lakers, which is good. But I mean, Bron and AD and none of them. We'll get into sports because I got my theory on all these people that are not playing, which is pissing me off. Um, let's see what else I did. I have my second city class, which was fun. The, what we're working on right now is kind of dope. We working on like if you was in the um, if you were doing late late night those monologues and those jokes and stuff, and that's fun working on that. Doing parody songs, so that's a good thing. I did my trivia last night. I actually had a lot of teams, so that was fun for a change because the last few times that nobody really been there, it's been like three or four teams, but I had some teams. It was a good time. I was telling telling jokes and stuff. It was packed. It was packed. People were eating, playing. We was having a good time. But yesterday, when I mean by yesterday, you guys, it's Tuesday because we do this on Wednesday. Um, It was like 65 degrees. The sun was shining and everybody was just in a good mood. It was just a good vibe all around yesterday just because we hadn't had good weather in so long and everybody was just out and enjoying it. And um, so, yeah, it was packed. People was eating, playing. It's like from 7 to 9, so it's really quick. And then I'm out. I'm home by like 9, 15, 9, 10. Mm. I don't waste no time. What's the what's the what was the best question from last week? They had a stupid question yesterday that I had everybody laughing about because the question was, and um, I was just like, "What?" And, and there was a lot of questions. I had to. I'm pulling out jokes now. I'm getting. I'm doing. They getting a little more for their money. It's already free, so they getting a lot for their money. Because I really should get be paid for being funny. I had everybody cracking up. Mm-hmm. Which was cool, but the, they had this one, um, this one stupid thing right here. This this question pissed me off. It said a three time platinum album and one of her best successful albums. What is the name of Miley Cyrus' 2013 quote hip hop album? I went in. I went in. They hip hop album. Which she had hits like We Can't Stop and Wrecking Ball. What? Hip-hop album. It was a hip-hop album. And it was not a hip-hop album. Miley Cyrus, that was some bullshit. And then this other one that I was like, I don't think this is politically correct, lyrics. So you had to tell um, what was the name of the song by these lyrics. And the lyric was, all my friends are Indians. All my friends are brown and red. What? I was like, I don't think this is PC, you guys. They're not woke. And then it was so funny. Everyone started laughing. And then one of the teams, they answer had me cracking up. They had, the answer was hashtag canceled. <laughs> so that's not the name of the, the, yeah, name, of the, the name of the song. <laughs> but so we had a good time. There was, yeah, there was some crazy questions. Um, and then it was like one word, like, once again, like I said last week, some of these questions are so old. People don't, I don't even know these. I, it was yeah. like, what 1990 TV drama series highlighted the turmoilous, um, I can't even talk, lives of siblings, whatever, whatever. The show was sisters. And it was like, nobody knew that. I don't remember that. And everybody kept giving me every 90 sitcom, though. I'm like, well, I'm going to go watch all these, rewatch all these. They was giving me Gilmore Girls. They was giving me... Family Matters. They was naming every 1990 sitcom, but this one, and no one would have got that. No one, period. And no one got this one either, 
which I thought was um which I I probably would have got it, but it was it's it was categories music and it said Pharrell Williams hit song Happy was intended for what other artists, but was passed up because it didn't fit the artist's upcoming Christmas album, Magic Moment. And the, and, and the hit song Happy was for CeeLo Green. Yeah, I'd heard that. But everyone put Bruno Mars, and I, I, I kind of got where they got that one. I don't get where they got that. I, I could see Bruno Mars. I could see where they got that at. I could see that. Because CeeLo Green has been so off the grid, you don't think about him anymore. I mean, I I do. I'm, I still like CeeLo Green, but he got in trouble for putting a date rape or something he did. Something he got canceled for. But I wasn't that long after that F.U. song you had. I don't know, but he's not on the voice anymore. And I remember the original voice. That's why I like the voice with CeeLo Green and and Blake and Adam. That was a good little. Oh, Adam was on that joint. Adam Levine was on. Oh damn. On um the voice, so CeeLo Green. I think everyone just forgot him because he's canceled. Mm. So that's what happened with that. So yeah, I did trivial last night. Um, Saturday, of course, I had a game, so I didn't have a gig. I have a gig coming up this Saturday, though. In Milwaukee, which is cool. So I'm looking forward to that. I'm going to be at Marlon Hill's room. So that Word. should be fun. That should be a good time. Um, Let me see what else was going on. Uh, are, are there tickets for sale? Marlon has a way that he does this. I've explained this on several episodes, but Swizzle doesn't listen to me. But for you guys who do pay attention, my fans, I appreciate you guys. Um. Marlon has a system of the way that he sells them. I have no clue how he does it, but it's packed and there's people in there. I'm pretty sure if I ask and really, really want someone to come, I'm sure it could happen. But I just show up and it's already ready. He does a very good job in running his comedy pub. I see. I see. So he takes care of it. <clears throat> That's like the umpteenth time I've said that. So maybe Swizzle pay attention this time, you guys. It's I don't for, know. It's you know, for me, it's for the audience. But um, is there a way that they can go? Well, they can they can reach out. I'm reachable on nolajcomedy.com. Reach out if you want to talk to me. If you want to go, if you're interested. What about the DMs? Should they slide in the DMs? We'll talk about DMs later. DMs later. We'll talk about DMs are getting people in trouble. So we're gonna leave the DMs alone. All right, Swizzle. I'm gonna try this one more time. I know I'm not gonna get too far, but. What'd you do last week? Oh, man. I was kicking it, you know, doing my thing. Working on my album. Your album? You working on an album? Yeah, nobody really knows what's going on in the house, but... What do you mean? Working on the album. Because I'm making music. I'm up late. I'm like humming and singing and all this kind of stuff in my headphones and... and so what does your music consist of? Is those them sorry-ass bars you be doing on this um podcast or yeah but except like 10 times better but i have so i i I worked on a project it was like 10 2013 was the last time i was working on a project and i had two other artists and it was going to be a joint project and it pretty much pretty much fell apart and i got i lost motivation for writing for a few years so what I'm doing is I'm going through and updating a lot of those and then writing some new stuff and updating my sound because a lot's changed in eight years as far as sonically what, what's popping with music. So I updated my sound a little bit. Now I'm real happy with the sound. And then I'm, I got three records I'm working on right now that I'm feeling pretty confident in. 
All right. So we expect an album from you soon, huh? Yep. It's right now probably 20 songs, 12 to 20 songs. and, and um, So are you singing, rapping? What are you doing? Rap and sing. Oh. I'm a rapper, singer, producer, producing all of it. You know, my previous life, that's what I was. I was I was like, they thought I was the next Pharrell and all that. So, and Kanye. I'm like a Kanye-Pharrell combination. So, wow. yeah, so that's exciting, working on that. Um, got word the movie's doing well. That You know, I got a place that uh, my brother's keeper is doing well. They've been selling out. So that's good. Where is this at? Where is it showing again? You've got to go to uh, the the whoever put out the movie. I forget the name of the company, but they have a website. But you, but you can just Google My Brother's Keeper 2021. And you did like the soundtrack or you did a song on it? I produced a song on it and it's in a scene. It's in a bar scene. Okay. And... Uh, well, I guess we'll put this on nolajcomedy.com, like a link, if y'all interested in checking out uh, Swizzle's uh, talent that he says. He's Pharrell and Kanye. So um, if you want to check out his preview of his work before his big album comes out. Was there anything else you was going on last week, or you just been working on that? That's pretty much it. You know, we took a break from the podcast for Generation Gap. Yeah, Generation Gap is on. I don't know what's going on. Pops is... I don't know. We might be able to be back this week. I don't know. I have a gig, so I won't be able to do it on Saturday. So I don't know what's going on. We'll figure it out. Yeah, I have no idea what's going on with Generation Gap. At some point, you guys might hear some episodes. You might not. I don't know. It's all on Swizzle. So, hey, good luck on that one. All right. I think that is pretty much for the general stuff because Swizzle really didn't tell us shit as usual. So I don't... I don't even know why I try, you guys. I just don't know why I try. I really follow don't. Follow me on Clubhouse. I am down. Oh, down. my God. Oh, so he's going to promote, of course, Clubhouse because he is just living on Clubhouse. This is really weird, though. Last night, Justin Bieber popped on the Clubhouse, which I am not a Bieber fan, but my niece is. She loved him to death. And I told her about it, and she's trying to figure it out. And I would love to hook her up, but I'm not, hook, I'm not letting her go on, on Clubhouse. Yeah. Nah, I'm not giving her no invite. <laughs> nah, I don't. I don't know. Are there teenagers on Clubhouse? There probably is. I don't. I'm sure there is. I'm sure there's no age restriction. I haven't seen. I don't know because I don't talk and hang out with kids in rooms because the rooms I be in be wild as hell. Some of them rooms. I was in a room the other night. I was like, damn. Yeah. This room is wild. And then, of course, those are the good rooms that come in. There's the comedy room. Like, once again, like we always talk about Clubhouse, um, it's good shit, period. It's good shit. Um, so follow I Am Don Suave if you get in the Clubhouse. And, of course, I know Suave wants me to say this because he thinks it's hilarious. I'm Nola JJ. Nola JJ. And that's Mike. by default. I think I, you know what? I think I'm just gonna break down and and reach out to them. I'm gonna I'm gonna reach out to support and be like, y'all said, gotta help me. I thought you said you're gonna break down and just change your name to Nola JJ. I can't change it. That's I'm, the point I'm trying to make to you. I can't change nothing on it. I've tried. I mean, everywhere else, make it Nola JJ. <laughs> no, 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 not at all. It's stupid. Okay, but it is like I said, the clubhouse is fun. We are having a good time on it. 
Um, I love all the fake clubhouses that are coming out. It's not going. It's not going to hit the same way like the original one. It's just not. They fake. can try as much as they want to. Um, fa- Facebook is trying. LinkedIn is going to have one now. I read Facebook, LinkedIn. There's another John coming out that they're trying to um, imitate it. It's just it, you know the thing that kills me when something comes out and it's hot, just like the chicken sandwich phase that. Prime example with Popeyes. My my issue I have is it take y'all too long to come up with this. So then like months and years later, we got all these chicken sandwiches. Well, y'all should have been hot when the chicken sandwich was actually hot. Mm. Now it just seems like everyone's got a damn chicken sandwich. I mean, I went into the little grocery store today at Metro Market. We call it Metro Market. And they have hot food. And there was like our famous chicken sandwich. I'm like, come on now. Y'all just... A year later, everybody the grocery store got a hot chicken sandwich now. You know they can't miss out on that money, I guess. So now everyone's trying to imitate Clubhouse. Clubhouse has been around since for a year now. So I'm warning you guys, there's gonna be in the next few months, there's gonna be a whole bunch of imitation clubhouses. But why? Because that's, I mean that's the future audio. I mean, that is the future, but the point I'm trying to make is Clubhouse is original as hot. The I'm not gonna be interested. Definitely not Facebook. Definitely, I don't give a damn what Facebook that's come be up. Pops and them. That's talking. Pops and if they can figure out how to do it though. See, that's the whole. <laughs> that's the whole thing. The and PTR I'm not, I'm not and all that. They no and uh uh-uh, uh that ain't gonna work. And boomers, if boomers get on a type of Facebook clubhouse thing. They're rude. They're gonna be cussing each other out, talking over each other. They just it's gonna it's a mess. But the only thing oh those other platforms will have is the DMs right in the platform. That's the only. I don't. I don't. I like the way the club. I like the way Clubhouse does it. It forces people to go to Instagram or Twitter, which causes them to have to follow you or get into your life and find out more about you. I don't, I don't, I like the fact, or you could do private rooms with each other if you really want to talk to somebody. You can, that's how you can DM on Clubhouse. But, right, but the, still, they, they, which having DMs on the platform keeps you on the platform. So it's beneficial to Facebook, like Clubhouse. But Clubhouse likes to promote people and network and get people to get more followers on different platforms and to build their brands and network and get loot and money. So I'm sticking with the original. Good luck with all the 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 the, the fake ones and the we trying to be LinkedIn. That's got to be boring as hell. That's gonna be a bunch of people trying to get jobs and shit. I guess. That's boring. I guess I I'm immature. That's why I like Clubhouse. I like going to a room and we talking about absolutely nothing or talking shit or just and then if there's times I want to learn and network, I can go to one of their rooms. But LinkedIn is gonna be all that. So it is what it is. So yeah, that's our little rant on Clubhouse as usual, because Don Suave has to bring it up because he is very proud of that he hangs out there in that house. All right, you guys, we're going to take a break. And, of course, we're going to come back with some of our uh, favorite topics like sports, No Reasons, Woke News, Jizzle Corner. So we got some things to cover, Swizzle. We got some covers to things. Oh, my God. You guys, I, I swear, I swear tonight I said we weren't going to urgent care. I swear I said I'm just trying to not look like I'm a hypochondriac. 
because we go there so much because there's something wrong with you. Well, it's hypochondriac because when you come, there's nothing wrong with you. They just like he's just something's he's, wrong with say him. say he's a hypochondriac. Oh, my God, you guys. This is the No Reason Podcast, episode 88. I am Nola J. And I am Don Suave. Don't leave that couch. Don't leave that couch. That's where people watch stuff on TV. Right? Ay, Dios mio. Oh, my God. We'll be right back. And we are back. The No Reason Podcast. Episode 88. I am Nola J. And I'm Don Suave. I'm glad y'all didn't leave us while we were away. What's what's wrong with your voice, man? Man. I, you all right? Them shots, man. I don't you sound rough. All right, you guys, let's get into our favorite subject, sports. Um, you know what? Let's do the uh, baseball real quick. Ain't nothing really going on again, you guys. Uh, opening day is starting very soon. Uh, is it tomorrow? I almost feel like it's always the beginning of April. Because spring training is in the spring. And I, it's always from what I remember. I always remember going like, I mean, it's only been a year since I haven't been going to a game. But, I, I mean, this whole year, this COVID thing, feel like we've been in it in 12 years. So I, I, my sense of time is so off. But I, I know it's coming up soon. So, uh, yeah, it's coming up soon. So we're playing, the, we're playing Minnesota. You hear my accent, you guys? Minnesota. I am such a Midwestern. Um, Definitely are. We're um, playing them for our opening day, but I don't know what day it is. I'm trying to figure it out. Oh, the Pirates. For you guys who do pay attention, I used to live in um, Pittsburgh. The Cubs. Ugh, I hate the Cubs. Love the city of Chicago, but Milwaukee hate all Chicago sports. We have a rivalry. I don't know what. I don't know what day. This shit is happening, but opening day is happening. <laughs> didn't a baseball player pass away? Huh? Didn't a baseball player pass away? I don't know what you're talking Just about. I don't know. Thanks for bringing the um, podcast all the way down. Um, Yeah. Thank you. Thanks for bringing that down. I don't know. Anyways, let's move on. I don't know what the hell are you talking about, Swizzle. It's baseball news. Okay. Well, that was kind of sad. I'll look it up. All right. So, in NFL, there's nothing really going on in the NFL as usual, um, I will talk about my Packers. There's one thing that's pissing me off. Rogers is just hanging out with his little fiance, holding her hand, going on vacation. Why she gotta be little? Little. This little broad. Fiance, I, because I, you know how I feel. So they in Mexico, mm. um, hanging out. Then pictures together. He got his arm around. Ugh. Ugh. Why are you hating so much, man? That's what we do. You don't understand. This is a this is a Packer fan she could be thing. Different. She could be this different. This is a Packer fan thing. You will never understand unless you a Packer fan. Okay. Period. But, she, but maybe she's different. Period. It don't matter. We don't care. We don't really to to us. She does not matter at all. What matters to us is getting a Super Bowl ring. That's all that matters to us. We don't need no distractions. We don't need none of that. None of it. 
So he better he better get he better get his life together before the season starts with her. I think she'll be the one that propels y'all to. He she ain't gonna be nothing because none of them turn out to be anything. So she needs to go back into hiding when the season starts. That's her best bet. That's what she better do, or she gonna be harassed. All right, let's move on. And just some other news. Let's get into NBA, and then we'll get into some um, headlines uh, that are going on. Uh, there were some trades that went on. Uh, the Lakers got who they get? Um, Drummond, right? Andre, Andre Drummond. Andre Drummond. Uh, the Bucks. We got another old head. I don't understand what the hell we doing. We got Jeff Teague. I, I didn't even know he was still in the league. Ooh, watch that rhyme. I didn't. I really didn't know he was still oh, in the league. Oh, league and Teague. Oh my God! See that's see you guys. I honestly, I'm really trying not to make another trip, but Swiss will be saying things like he got a a fever of 120. Okay, um, what else was some trade? I mean, I'm so confused with these trades too because nothing is really sticking out that's been all that exciting. Our Jeff Teague and um, PJ Tucker. I didn't even see him on Saturday. What what did we do with him? He's probably resting. What, in a, in a nursing home? Where did he go? <laughs> he, like, disappeared. You know, them, them knees about to go on the road trip. I don't know what happened, but I haven't seen that dude. And now we got Jeff Teague. I don't know if he played tonight. I don't think he played. Did he play tonight? I don't remember seeing him. Hmm. All I know is the Bucks is, is balling right now. Um, Drew is balling. My my new favorite, Bucks. Um, let me see. What else was some trades? Swizzle, that was... Worth anything. We had the J.J. Reddick one. J.J. Reddick is talking shit. He claims that, I guess, they must have lied to him. If I, I, I think I said this last week or a couple of weeks ago. It feels like J.J. Reddick has been in the league for 100,000 years. I swear to God. He has. It feels like he's been in here for a long time. And um, I, what is he talking about? He said he was shocked to be traded to the Mavericks. He requested a trade in November to be closer to his family in Brooklyn. So he want to go somewhere so he can try to get him a ring with his old ass before he leaves. He's trying to act like he really want to be with his family. No, you trying to you trying to get a ring before you get up out of this league. You did what mm. Barkley did. Barkley tried it. Carl uh, Malone tried it when he went to the Lakers. Um, did Carl end up getting one though? A ring? No. Nope, I didn't think so. Who else tried it? Where they tried, la- you knew it was their last leg. And we're like, all right, trade me somewhere real quick. I know I can get a ring. That's what J.J. Reddick was doing. So he was mad that he got traded to the uh, Maverick. Mavericks. And they didn't buy him out, which is what he typically see- happens. Yeah, but why is he seeming so entitled lately? It seemed like he always he's been talking shit lately. Like he don't nobody owe you anything, Cause he's JJ. Got a podcast, huh? Because he's got a podcast. Well, I know he has a podcast, but what I'm saying is, generally, his comments on the NBA lately regarding him seem like he's seeming like he's entitled. Like he's like they owe him some shit. No, they don't owe you anything, sir. Well, if he's, if the team said they're gonna buy him out and they don't, they ship him to. Dallas. But why is he telling yeah. all this? Why is everybody snitching so damn much lately? I don't, <laughs> I don't, I'm just over this. I'm over all of this, you guys. I get it. I have a podcast. He has one. I get it. 
Everyone has one. Everyone's talking. Everyone's do you do it's what a, you want to do it's about sharing your narrative because a lot. I guess in the past, like the players would just be the media would have their narrative and the players their side wouldn't go out. So with these podcasts, you get the players' actual side of the story. So I like what Richard Jefferson said. He said to JJ Reddick's trade comp, um, complaints, "I love you, JJ, but no one cares. Period." <laughs> No one cares. Why don't you wait till you get out the league and start talking about the Well, shit, the funny though. thing about the Pelicans is I've noticed none of the players have their fam moved their family there. <laughs> no, New Orleans. Well, <laughs> nobody wants to. <laughs> so yeah, his family's up in New York. Zoe never moved his family. Yeah, I mean, I'm gonna be in. Oh my god, Drew, to, oh, Drew's wife was there. Drew, t- Drew. Tomorrow Drew is April. This course, I'll be in New Orleans. I can't wait to do my gig. It's coming up in three tomorrow? weeks. Oh. No, it's April. I just realized that I'm going to be in New Orleans. My first time doing a show there. My whole April's booked up, to be honest. I'm booked up the whole April. booked up like a fool, huh? What? Booked up like a fool. A fool? All right, you ain't never been to the South, I guess. Oh, okay. You, well, you threw me off. It's not like you was calling me a fool. No, it's April Fool's. No, I get it now. But I mean, like, I was like, are you calling me a fool? I was all excited about talking about my um, New Orleans gig. And you, I thought you was calling me a you, fool. You booked like a fool. All right, let's just, I don't know, you guys. I, you know what? I think we're going to these, urgent care, you these guys. These bars too deep. I've been, I've been really reluctant. But I think, I think I'm just going to go ahead and get my card punched again. My bar is so sick. Might need urgent care. And get me this damn free mask for keep taking his ass in every five to five minutes. Okay, um, or once a week. Once a week, I take him in. Once a week. There was nothing else really going on. Um, Brooklyn Nets tried to do something. It didn't work. Well, the uh, trade deadline's passed. Yeah, it is. They tried to do something. It didn't work. GM, um, the GM who drafted Durant and Harden and Westbrook, we talked about this last week. He's got 18 first-round picks in the next seven years. Mm-hmm. So we're going to be looking out for OKC, for real. Um, let me see what else was going on. LeBron is trying to recruit Stephen Curry. I don't know if that's going to work. <laughs> uh, Steph, Steph keep losing. He'll start thinking about it. And then Lemon Pepper Lou, a.k.a. Magic City Connoisseur, um, he's probably retire after his trade to the Hawks because he said he want to be close to his home yeah. and Magic City and them damn wings. Let's just keep it real, Lou. Let's keep it real. His parties be he'd be crazy out there. Too. Yes, and then um, that's it. Now there's something that I do have to get off my chest that I'm having a serious issue with with the NBA nowadays. This soft ass NBA. I always talk about this. They move different. They move different for me. We got all these stars out here. And they got all these beautiful contracts. And all of them are pretending to be injured. I don't give a damn what nobody say. Pretending. KD to LeBron to all of them. All of them. I I don't know what it is. I don't know what what games they playing or whatever it is. And they I mean I don't know. I feel like if you get paid all this money, there should be something where you're required to play a certain amount of games instead of just playing games, no pun intended. I don't know if it's COVID, but they've been doing this for years where they're just, I don't 
know. They just move different nowadays. I can't articulate it right now, but I, it's just it's something that's just bothering me. Like, if you're getting paid all this money and the fans want to see you, maybe they should start putting these contracts. You got to pay X. You got to at least play an X amount of games because they all playing games, all of them. I mean, mm. not games, basketball games. But I'm like games as far as. When they want to play, when they don't want to play, doing this, doing that, wait for the playoffs, all that KD, whatever the shit he going. We're going to get into KD later <laughs> and mm-hmm. all that. I'm just, I, I don't know. I, I don't know if I'm articulated correctly, Swizzle. But Are is you it all understanding the, what I'm saying? I'm, Yeah, I'm getting what you're saying. But I don't know if it's just the players. I think it's sometimes the front office and the coaching staff that's doing this stuff, holding players out like Giannis. He could play. Yeah. Who's to say it's not the front office saying, hey, just wait, take a rest day, as opposed to him saying, I'm, you know, pulling the I don't know. I think it's more of the players because LeBron started that shit. And I remember I was complaining years ago where he was sitting on the bench and and the bottom line, he was just tired and was just resting. And then I I don't know. I'm going to keep, um, Mm. I'm going to keep. Doing more research on this. How about that, you guys? I'm going to do some more research on it. I'm going to look at some of these contracts. I'm going to see who's really making moves. Because this this is something I really want to get to the bottom of. Because this is driving me crazy. Like, even Saturday with my nephew, he had a valid point. He's a Giannis fan. He want to come see Giannis. It's the Nasus. Michael Jackson, as he was calling him. And so, like, I get what he was saying. And and I remember back back in my days... Going to the NBA games. What days were those? Everybody played with Ray Allen, Big Dog, Michael, all of them. None Michael of that. Uh, that that's that type of stuff. I'm just not used to. So I'm I got to do some more research on this because it's just it was just it's kind of whack to be honest. I mean, yeah, it was nice for the bench. They was happy Saturday because the whole bench. I swear to God, everybody. I even think the damn uh, ushers. <laughs> got to play. I think everybody got to play. I think mm. I think Bango might have been out there for a minute playing. But I mean, like that's good because other people get an opportunity to shine. You get to see them, and yeah, maybe that was a dud game. Maybe it's not that important. I don't know. I got to do some more research on this because I feel like I'm babbling. I'm not articulating. I just feel like I don't remember this being the case back in the day where. No, it wasn't the case. Where people are just, I'm going to sit out because I'm tired or they play. Because like Giannis was sitting out, but yet then he on the court helping dude. He over there dancing, um, being animated when people making dunks and things like that and rooting his bro on. And it's just, I don't know. And yeah. I don't, I, I just, I just, I got to, I got to, I got to do some more research on that. I just have to get that out. That was it my. It was just the rest day. I think the issue is like. You, when you have people going paying to go to these games and they don't get a heads up when like the whole team's not playing, I feel like that's that's doing a disservice to the fans. But I don't think it's just the players, unless you're like LeBron or Kawhi Kawhi uh, Leonard. But even that Kawhi Leonard situation, I thought that was the coaches and him, wasn't it? I don't know. All this stuff is weird to me. That's why I said I'm gonna stop commenting on it and I'm going to because I need facts. So I'm going to spend, by the time we get to the next episode next week of 89, 
I'm going to read some more on this and get a little bit more of an insight. And I'm not going to listen to Stephen, Stephen A. What's his name? Yeah, don't listen to Stephen him. A. Stephen Smith. A. Smith. I'm not going to listen to him, of course. Don't listen to him. I'm just going to do my own little research to see because it's been bothering me. I'm like, and it's frustrating too because you're right. As fans, it is frustrating. But at least like if someone's injured, you get an alert. Like, because I get ESPN and Bleacher Report alerts all day long. And they'll say so-and-so's out tonight or he's injured. And there'll always be some weak injury. Like Giannis was out for something, but then, yet I'm seeing him jumping around, having a good time. And I'm like, I thought you, okay. Mm. And not saying I'm gullible. Like I believe all injuries. I know sometimes that does happen when people want to rest or something. I don't know. I get all that. I just got to do some more research on that. Cause that it, it, it's bothering me. It's really bothering me. And I just had to get that off my chest because I'm my little nephew. He was making a valid point. Like he, like we haven't been in the Pfizer in a year. We get in there. We excited. We're like, yes, the Knicks is pretty decent this season. I got to give them credit. They, they're pretty decent. I'm like, this is one great. We saw D Rose, D Rose didn't even start. And then he wasn't even, it wasn't like he was really into it. He doesn't start though. I know, but I mean, (laughs) for a night where it was all benches. I would think he would start. <laughs> so it was like, it was weird seeing him with Drez too. I know he's had him for a while, but yeah, his hair has grown. I don't know if that was an extension. Okay, that's a whole nother. <laughs> I'm a D Rose fan, so I was really paying attention to him. Hmm. I've got several pictures of him as well. But um, yeah, so I had to, I, I'm, I have to do some more research because that's bothering me. All right, you guys, let's move on. That's all I got for the NBA. The NBA, some of these trades was just, I don't understand these trades. This shit was all weak. And you know what? I'm going to chop up the NBA right now in the last couple of seasons due to COVID. I, I, I'm just going to chop it up to COVID because none of this shit makes sense to me at all. None of it. So mm. I'm still enjoying watching it. There are still some people that are balling and it's, it's so much worth um um, watching it, so I'm never gonna give up not watching it. But I just, I, I, I just don't understand these, these, these big stars like Kevin, KD, prime example. Kyrie is playing with no problem, but I don't know how long. I don't know, man. I'm gonna stop talking about. It. All right, let's move on. Here's some more um sports headlines. They're gonna have a documentary out, and I remember when this happened, of course. Um. Uh, on Michael Jordan's dad. Who really killed Michael Jordan's dad? I everyone's always had theories mm-hmm. and speculations. And when it when it originally happened, which I remember when it originally happened, we all thought it was his gambling debts and it was the mob and all that. And and that they set up those two little black boys supposedly that killed him. And because he was found on the side of the road. He supposedly fell asleep in his car and then these two young kids robbed him. And killed him. I thought it was a Russian dude who killed him. Um, or is that who they set up to to make it look like they they killed him? All I remember, I'm going back from my memory back then when it actually happened in 1993. Um, it was supposedly a carjacking that went bad, and they killed him. And I thought it was two black kids. I said it like I'm not black. Two black kids. I sound like a, a reporter. Um, yeah, it was two black kids that they said they killed him. I don't know anything about a Russian dude. 
Or maybe that's what this documentary is going to show. I have no idea. But um, the documentary is going to be a five-part series. It's going to be released, oh, April 2nd. Nice, on Amazon. I am watching this. Watching it. And it's going to um, suggest that the basketball star Michael Jordan's dad was not shot by Daniel and Andre Green. Support the theory he was killed by Larry Demenry. Much of the claim was built around James Jordan. um Autopsy report after his body was found in a swamp in 1993. That that broke everybody's heart when that happened. It also discussed the lack of investigation and um, Demery's ties to convicted drug dealer, trafficker, Hubert Larry Deese, the son of Robinson. Okay, this is deep. So I'm watching this, you guys. Um, Yeah, this is going to be good. This is going to be really good. It's a five-part. I'm all in. I'm in. Friday, I'm in. Amazon, you can watch it. And then it also says you can watch, you know, IB, IMDB TV, which is free. Um, but you're going to have ads with that, which it is what it is, but it's free. Mm. I have IMDB TV also. And uh, yeah, they be have some good stuff on there as well. So yeah, I'm definitely checking it out. That's okay, always cool. been like a thing where people was trying to figure it out. I wonder how Michael Jordan feels about this though. Um, Pretty sure he knows what happened. No, about having a documentary out. Pretty sure he's part of it. I'm trying to read through. I really wasn't asking you to be honest. Let me be honest. I really wasn't asking you. I was really skimming through the article to see if they said something like a Michael Jordan. So I apologize if you thought I was really asking you. I know that we talked back and forth and you probably thought I was asking you, but I really wasn't. Well, either way. I, well, you he, could give your opinion. He, Go for it. He knows He knows what happened. That's your opinion. So we'll we'll take it for what it is. So anyways, uh, yeah, Friday, that's coming out. So that's going to be really good. Also, uh Master P, which I didn't realize. I know he has other kids besides uh, Little Romeo or Romeo, whatever he call himself. Romeo. I think Romeo. But anyways, he's got a son, Hersey Miller. That's funny. His name is Percy and his son name is Hersey. Mm-hmm. And everyone knows Master P. I remember seeing Master P on the Hornets when they played the Bucks. I'll never forget that. Now, that was really strange back in the day. I saw Master P. Hoop. Um, so his top high school hooper son is going to choose an HBCU over a Pac-12 powerhouse. And he's trying to make a statement to support um, historical black colleges. If for you guys don't know what uh, HBCU means. So, yeah, so he's going to do that. Um, he's 6'3", 18 years old, and they say he's a baller. He's one of the best players in the country. Right? Yeah. So he's making a stand. Um, good for him. Good for him. Um, he's definitely gonna go into the NBA, but for college, he's gonna go the HBCU route. Um, and that you know what that makes sense because Master P is always about Master P is a good dude. I like Master P. I mean, he comes up with some strange stuff, but I like I like he rem- he reminds me of Levar Ball, but he's got a little bit more sense than Levar Ball. He doesn't talk crazy to people. Like these nuts, dude does. They work in different industries, you know. Um, can't knock, can't knock what they're doing. They both big bosses. So Oscar De La Hoya, aka I like to dress in women's dresses, 
announce uh, July 3rd, his comeback fight. He's coming back. <laughs> yeah, and he wants to fight. I think he wants to fight um, uh, Money, 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 dude. Mayweather? May, I think. Who the hell does he want to fight? Who is he coming back to? Who cares, though? So, anyways. um, So, on July 3rd, I'm making a comeback. He announced during the news conference between the Jake Paul um, fight that's coming up. And, of course, you know, Snoop Dogg has become a, a um, commentator now for these fights because he did so well. Oh, Manny Pacquiao. Pacquiao. That's who he wants to fight, I think. But he didn't name who he wanted to fight. I, I thought I read somewhere where he wanted who he wanted to fight, and I guess this article doesn't have it. I could have sworn he said who who he wanted to fight. Mm. But anyways, he's making a comeback. All these cats is making a comeback after Tyson did it. And plus, you, you can get money. It's good money. It's good these payday. cats, huh? It's good payday. It's a good pay. Boxing is rough. Like why? It is what it is. To each his own. Um, Dwight Howard, Joe top five <laughs> from the 76 hours. Um, he got his ring when they played the, uh, Philadelphia played the Lakers and then he gets ejected because that's what Dwight Howard is a bitch. You know, I don't like Dwight Howard period. Yeah, you don't like I him. don't like him. So he got his ring and then he got ejected. It's only right. He got ejected for shoving, um, Montrell's Harrell. It was bumping. Um, he got a technical, and then he got ejected. But at least he got to walk out with his ring, yeah, right? He got his ring. That's yeah, all that matters. That's your top five. You Dang. should be embarrassed. He's balling, man. You should be embarrassed. 76 was looking good without Embiid, so because of him. Embarrassed. Um, this dude, I ain't going to try to say his name. Israel, Adia, Sanya, whatever. Boxer, UFC fighter. My bad. Um he was talking so much shit, he told the guy that he was going to fight that he'd rape him. So he had to apologize for it. Damn. Now, back in the day, Tyson used to say some crazy oh, shit. So, I mean, your kids. It's, right. So this is a different era we live in because that's normal. <laughs> that's normal in, in the, the Gen X. Stuff. In the Gen X, um, like I said earlier, we got Jeff Teague who signed with uh, Milwaukee. I guess he reunited with Bud. I still want to get rid of Bud. I don't care what nobody say. I'm not a big fan of Bud as a coach. I'm, I'm still not. So um, he used to play with him in Atlanta, play with him, play for him in Atlanta. Mm. So he got waived from Boston. They traded him to Orlando, and I guess we picked him up. I do. I didn't even know he was still in the league. I'm going to be honest. I had no idea. I didn't, I didn't either. I, him and PJ Tucker, I had no idea. But like I said, back in the day, I used to really dig vets being on our team. So we'll see what happens. Um, I haven't seen either one of them play yet. All right, we'll get in this one in a minute. So uh, Magic Johnson talks about um, Magic Johnson, as we call him, aka Captain Obvious, um, is talking about his documentary. He's going to have Michael Jordan and Isaiah Thomas and, of course, Larry. I think this is going to be a really good documentary because there's so much going on here. There's so much to unpack because I'll never forget when he announced he had HIV. 
I, I remember this stuff like it was yesterday. So mm. I know I that's definitely going to be in there. Um, and then dad's going to love this because he loves magic. So we might have to do a, a watch like we did for the last dance. Yeah. Um, so this, but this is separate from his specialty he's got coming on. Oh, this is different? No, I'm at, I mean, is no, his documentary series. He's talking about it. He's going to have Michael Jordan, Isaiah Thomas, and, and Larry Bird. Okay. In it. So it's not going to be a Magic Johnson, like Showtime Lakers one. This is a Magic Johnson documentary on him. Right. But so this is the one he was in. He announced that he was going to do. Yes. was pushback. Yes. And he's telling us who's going to be in it and what he's I talking about. Okay. He says, I got my own documentary coming out. We are filming it now. I was in Michael's ear to be in mine. President Obama, we got great people who are going to be in a documentary, such as, like I just said, Isaiah Thomas, Larry Bird. He said, but it's going to be completely different from the last dance, but this is his documentary. Gotcha, gotcha. Period. So that's going to be good. Pops is going to love that. We probably should do a, uh, a watch with Pops on that. Um, another thing, I love Dennis Rodman. <laughs> I just love Dennis Rodman. So Dennis Rodman slept with the Bulls cheerleaders on their home court. <laughs> mm. So Dennis Rodman. On the court? And the funny part is, the crazy part is, back in the day, people was questioning Rodman's sexuality because he wear dresses and lipstick and kicking it with Madonna and all that. Man. <laughs> Rodman was getting it and he was having sex with cheerleaders on the court how about that he was a wild dude hey, he could get away with all this because he was a hooper man he could hoop alright now here is my guy I love everyone who pays attention and listens to this podcast no this is one of my favorite players Westbrook I love me some Westbrook he did it again with his triple um, double um, now he's joining Oscar Robinson for it. I mean, he's been doing this for, it's like second nature to see him do it. But this one was really impressive. Um, he had 35 points, 21 assists, and 14 rebounds. Damn. Damn. He was balling. What are you saying, sir? 35. Damn. triple double. That's crazy. Damn. Balling. It was the first ever. To have um, over 35 points and over 20 assists in NBA history. He's been doing this forever, though. But that is major. And Captain Obvious, Magic Johnson, <laughs> he tweeted out, Congratulations to Russell Westbrook on becoming the third player in NBA history to record a triple-double scoring over 30 points, 10 rebounds, and 20 assists in the game joining Oscar Robinson and me. And me. Well, you know, he had to. That's, that's the whole purpose of this tweet. <laughs> Captain Obvious had to let you know that he was one of them. We know that magic. You got to let the millennials know. Well, not the millennials, the Gen Zs know. So I, I love Westbrook. I really do. I really love him. I really, um, I hope somehow he get a ring. We'll see what happens. Um, Stephen A. Smith was talking shit again, as usual. Word. And Westbrook's wife had to check him this time. She pretty much was like, we mind our own business, and you still enjoying life, and you still keep talking shit about my husband. He, I think he was saying, will he, will he ever be a champion or some shit, he said. 
Stephen A. Smith be just. I don't know what he's got against these great point guards. I don't know what he. I don't know what he got against my my dude. I love me some Westbrook. Going at Russell Westbrook. Maybe was he a point guard in in high in college or high school or something? He sucked. (laughs) Who Stephen A. Smith? Yeah. What was what is his background in sports? That's another thing I'm gonna do some research. He did suck. He played in college. Mm. He didn't really play too much. So Michael Strahan, we all know he's got that famous gap. It's temporary close right now. He's trying to see if that's something he wants to do. So he does not have a gap anymore. And the reason I brought up this category is because me and Swizzle and Pops all have gaps. Well, we used to. I closed mine up. I kind of regret it now. I kind of wish I didn't. Yeah. Because it was my signature. And um, it was so funny. When I got braces and closed it, there was a lot of, well, some of my male friends that were upset. Like, good, it was bad. They was like, we liked your gap, you know. And now in hindsight, I think about it like, man, I should have kept my gap. But none of us have our gap Would you open it back up? I'm not opening it back up. That's dumb. (laughs) I'm not. That's stupid. Hey, you know. No, I'm not. You be the original. No, I ain't opening up back. It's gone. Create a new thing. It is what it is, man. I copying. Whatever. I accept it as closed, but I ain't opening up shit. Um, You gonna open up yours? All right, I still got it. Yours is tiny. You yours is closing pretty much too, dude. Don't go there. But I didn't. I didn't close it. Well, when I was a kid, it was wider just because I was smaller. But as I got older, mine was wide. I got braces and closed it. Pops is closed. But well, straight hand just look crazy. Straight hand looks. I mean, it looks. It looks good. But you can tell you. He it's temporary, you guys. So he doesn't yeah. know if he's gonna bring it back or not. Um, and then Tiger Woods. They got the cause of his um, of what happened, but they're not releasing it due to his privacy. If if Tiger Woods uh-huh. wants. To share it with us, he could. My first initial reaction when they said that he didn't even try to break, I was like, was he trying to kill himself? For real. I mean, that's really what I thought. First thing I thought was somebody in his other in the seat. Maybe. <laughs> maybe. But no one else was. I don't know. Unless they left. I mean, I don't know why. What would be the privacy part? I know because every time he gets into shit, it's so public. So how is this a privacy one? Maybe because it was a single crash and it was just him. Because at one time where he got busted, I don't know if you remember looking at the uh, footage from the police where they was giving him the sobriety test and all that. Mm-hmm. And then with his wife with the all that. So this particular one or not, unless he wants to share it. But I remember reading some of it saying that he did not um, use his break either. So was, this, was he trying to kill himself? Maybe he was distracted. Yeah, that's it. Maybe he was like, like rubbing one off. And 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 by himself, <laughs> rubbing one up. It's called masturbation. You know that's how you do it by yourself. Did you know that? That's how you rub one off by yourself. It's While called you masturbation. Yeah, there's. <laughs> I have a lot of male friends that do crazy things like that. Yeah. Oh, okay. So I mean, I mean, maybe that's maybe. I mean, I don't want to get into what you do. I thought. I- I was I wasn't insinuating that I was insinuating I was. somebody in the passenger seat. No, I was insinuating he was rubbing one off. Oh, okay. Period, and maybe that's it. I I don't think anyone's in. I don't think anyone else was in the car. That would have been known. That would have been brought to attention. That was no way you can avoid that not being known. Mm. So, all right, it's a secret. 
Okay. All right, you guys. Let's um let's get into this crazy shit with Kevin Durant and Michael Rappaport. Everybody's been talking about it. I know you guys know about it. Kevin Durant and Rappaport. Kevin Durant went in on Michael Rappaport, but it was in his DMs. And so Michael Rappaport decided to share the DMs with everyone. This is just I I'm gonna be honest with you, and this is one thing I do agree with with Stephen A. Smith today. Today I did agree with him this one. It was private DMs. Why are you sharing them? Right. Like that's that's some bullshit. But he but Michael Rappaport was like, You threatened my wife and that's why I'm exposing you. Uh, exposing. I hate those type of people that want to just expose. No, Michael Rappaport likes a lot of damn attention. And I follow him on Twitter. And so I I actually saw this when it was going down. I'm like, what is going on? So uh KD. So uh, here's some of the um things that were said. Let's get into this. Um so Michael Rappaport said uh KD so he was he was commenting on KD's interview. So he said KD seems deeply in his feelings with the um and he said at NBA on TNT crew after the game, damn it, he's super sensitive about everything. Don't do the interview. So then that was the tweet that went out. So then uh KD DM'd him and said, You a bitch. <laughs> so then Michael Rappaport said, just do the fucking interview. And if you were upset about something, they said, say something up there looking like you were going to cry and shit. <laughs> KD said, I did the interview. I did the interview, you dickhead. Tell your baby daddy Chuck, meaning um, Charles, Charles Barkley, to be better at his job and frame his questions better. He gave me two options for that dumbass question, yes or no. Now, these, you guys, are all private messages and DM, which is sad. Now you feel like you can't even have private messages with people. Send a bad example. He said, um, I don't know why they still ask for this idiot's opinion. I heard it all before, you cut. Chuck doesn't need you as security, you pale, pasty, come guzzling bitch. Damn, KD went in. <laughs> Bet your life on it. Meet me on West 17th tomorrow at 10. Or better yet, what's your address? 10 a.m. at Catch Steak on the corner. Meet me there, pussy. This is KD, you guys. This is Kevin Durant going in. And messages. So then, and DM, private messages. Here's Michael Rappaport. Go help the kids in Brownsville, Brooklyn, and stop being a fucking puzz. Puzz. KD, you a bitch for even caring how I do an interview. All you do is cocksuck other men for attention. <laughs> Trump didn't pay attention to your sorry ass, so now you want to use everybody else to get your views and laughs. Your life is a joke, you fucking pale cocksucker. Go get some sun. It's fucking with your brain, piece of shit. <laughs> Damn, KD. <laughs> What's up with this dude? He's like a <laughs> Why are you angry like that? But the pro but the thing is, these are private DMs. And I'm gonna give a backstory on this. I'm gonna give a backstory on this. These are private DMs, and according to KD, and, and it'll it'll come out at the end after I read these, him and Michael Rappaport do this all the time. Right. So this is something that they go back and forth on. So so then um Michael Rappaport says, go to Brownsville and help people that need it. Um, goofball. 
And then KD say, you go do it, you clown. Good for you, but nobody gives a fuck. Suck a dick. Can't wait to tell you all this in person. And then um, KD says, you call your lawyer like the pussy you are. And then he's got ha, 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 ha. You couldn't even talk Portnoyer talking shit. Now, he's talking about Barstool, um, the dude Dave Portnoyer, who is part of Barstool, who... Michael Rappaport sued for defamation of character and the judge dismissed it. Mm. So KD's making fun of him. Like you couldn't even get that to go through. And then he got all these laughing emojis. And then KD says, pussy ass want to lawyer up. Your wife is mad as fuck. Cause you're wasting that little bit of money on your lawyers. Cause you can't take a joke. And he's ha 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 ha. How pussy are you? Your wife doesn't even respect your bitch ass. This is all KD, y'all. What is that? <laughs> so then Michael Rappaport, when he tweeted this out, he said, I received threats and disgusting messages daily, but never in my wildest dream did I think KD would be among them. The him. The snake. The snake himself has now threatened me, bringing up my wife and wants to fight. This is supposed to be America's sweetheart, right? I'm the real um, M- MVP. So the thing that pissed Michael Rappaport off and the reason he exposed these DMs was because he brought up his wife. Yeah. I still think on this, Michael Rappaport is a little bitch for that. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. So then. I mean, they're both female with that whole situation. I mean, it's all, but that was private conversation. We, we don't need to know any of this. We shouldn't even seen of this. We shouldn't know nothing about this. That's like you and I. Talking shit to each other, and then you expose what I'm talking to you. That we we don't need to know this. Yeah. Michael Rappaport is wrong for exposing this. So Katie ended up um apologizing because we're in that world. So now he gotta apologize for his private messages that were exposed because there was homophobic slurs. You guys heard it. I read it. I read it verbatim. Okay, fill me in. Which one was the homophobic one? Where he was saying your baby daddy cocksuck. I don't know. I don't know. So I I don't know. I guess he said a lot of homophobic slurs. I know he just called him gay. I know he called him a cunt. A cum guzzler. A cum guzzler. <laughs> I guess. So then, so then, um, Michael Rappaport. You scary. KDDM privately to fight you and you did some internet scary shit. So this was someone else on Twitter saying this. And then Kevin Durant came back and said, me and Mike talk crazier than this on a regular. And today he's pissed. My bad, Mike. Damn. And that's what he said. That was his apology. Hmm. So apparently they do this. And of course, Michael Rappaport being... Michael, I don't know. I, you know, I, I used, I really. He brought the whole world into it. Now. I really like Michael Rappaport. I always liked him because he talked mad shit. He cracks me up. He goes in, blah blah blah. But this move right here has changed the way I feel about him. I don't. Mm. I'm, I'm, I'm like kind of that turned me off. Those were private messages, and according to KD, they always talk crazy to each other. Right. And according to Michael Rappaport, because he brought up his wife, this is the reason why he exposed him. No, you exposed him because you... And then the funny part is today, because I follow him on Twitter, which I might unfollow him now, is he his podcast posted today. It's a good story, right? 
All right, you guys, that is it for sports. There was a lot going on. That's in why sports. you should have a podcast, Jizzle. I should have a podcast yeah. to expose DMs or just anything in general. No, dude, that's crazy. Expose DMs because that's no, pretty not, much not expose DMs, but you know. I don't know. Credit, do you need to go? Attention. Do you need to go to urgent care right now? Because we are on a podcast. That's what we're doing right now. This is episode eighty-eight. It was humor. It was. It was humor. It wasn't funny though. It's, it's dry humor. It was not even dry. It just wasn't funny. It was not well, I'm, funny I'm wor- at all. I'm working on my my set. Yeah. Well, good luck. Okay, you guys. Um, that's it for sports. That was a lot with sports. There was so much going on. It was ridiculous. So what we're gonna do is we're gonna take another break. We're gonna come back. And we're gonna get into the no reason stories. And then I'm going to do a quick Jizzles quarter. Because once again, you guys, I never know what I want to say or what I want to get into. So that's just how it is with the Jizzle quarter. It's my corner. Don't so listen I do to I her. This was going to be a doozy. I do. I do what I want to do. Don't listen to Swizz. He always hyping up nonsense. That's what that he does. That last one was off, off the chain. Okay. Here we go. All every, right. Every week you give a monologue about, you know, uh, I, I don't rehearse it. Da, 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 da. I have low expectation, but then you knock it's them out It's not low park. expectations. I just, this is my, my fans. That's how I kick it. I, I'm just keep, I'm being honest. But you knock it out the park. I speak, time. I don't know. I'll take the compliment, but I don't believe you. I feel like you being sarcastic. No, I'm not. So you got to know when I'm using humor and when I'm not. I don't know because you never use humor. (laughs) All right, you guys. This is the No Reason Podcast, episode 88. I am Nola J. And I'm Don Suave. Don't touch that dial. He is always back to that dial. I don't. This man was born in the 50s as far as I'm concerned. We'll be right back. (laughs) And we are back. Welcome. To the No Reason Podcast, episode 88. I am Nola J. I don't know I said welcome like a, like I'm stirring it all over you. It's been a while. No, it hasn't. And I'm Don Suave. 88, everything's still great. Dude, you just... You know, if you turn 88 backwards, it's still 88. I think I, I seriously think we'll have to go back to urgent care. This is ridiculous. Every week? Once a week? Is your temperature about 150? I should change my address to my what? temperature 150. What? It's you guys, I have no idea what Swizzle is talking about. So let's just get into these no reason stories. He just confused the shit out of me. All right, you guys. This is, I don't know what just happened. I really don't. For no reason. I have no idea what he's talking about. But all right, let's get into the no reason story. Let's get into this headline. Georgia man receives last paycheck and oily pennies dumped on his driveway. Mm. Damn. That, hold on, let me let you read that. The more than 91,000 pennies weighed over 500 pounds. A Georgia man who was having trouble getting his last paycheck from his employer was shocked to discover the equivalent in pennies dumped in his driveway early this month. <laughs> okay, so he didn't request that. Damn. <laughs> They, 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 how, how does an employer hate you that much? <laughs> what that's, did you do? That's a lot of effort to go in. Where do you go to get that many pennies? So, dude, um, Fayetteville, Andrews Flatten. I don't know what the heck I just read. Andreas Flatten. Andreas Flatten had quit his job at the Peachtree City's AOK Walker Luxury Auto Works in November 2020. He told the local WGCL TV he had been at the automotive repair shop for a year 
and had known his boss, Miles Walker, for eight years, but the toxic working conditions had taken a toll on him. He gave us two weeks notice, writing a letter of resignation to Walker, who reportedly promised Flatten's final $915 check would be paid to him in January. But come January, the check never arrived. So Flatten said his former boss accused him of damages. Mm. He even called the Georgia's Department of Labor for assistance in this matter. Without much luck, months later, Flatten and his girlfriend, Olivia Oxley, were leaving his house when he noticed something at the end of his driveway. More than 91000 and they oiled and greased these pennies, too. Damn. And an envelope with his final pay stub that was addressed with an explicit message, fuck you. <laughs> wow. Look at them pennies. God damn. Look at them pennies. I pick up every last one. I'm taking them to the bank. The pennies weighed more than 500 pounds in total. According to Fox 5 Atlanta breaking, breaking the wheels of Flatten's wheelbarrow. So he had a wheelbarrow? Okay. I, okay. Mm-hmm. This made the incident. Oakley took to social media with videos and scene right on Facebook. No one like that deserves to have a successful business. Look at this. Turn them all greased up. You guys, I want to remind you once again that all these articles will be on nolajcomedy.com. And every now and then I do post them on my Facebook page. Um, I didn't post any last week, but um, I might be able to put it on uh, this week. It's the Nola J fan page on Facebook. But on nolajcomedy.com, for sure you get to see these articles. And these pennies are greasy. The mug. They are greasy. Mm. They are so greasy. That is disgusting. What does grease do on pennies, though? Is I guess that's just making it worse, right? It definitely makes them heavier. Is that what it is? So he spent nights. Okay, so then he said the move was childish. And then he said he spent nights cleaning the coins for hours at a time in order to be able to cash them in. So you can't take them to the bank oily? I guess not. I never knew that. He must have called the bank or something. I would have just took him straight to the bank as is and be like, do what you got to do. Um. So, yeah. That's jacked up. What did he do? Why did he, what did he do to piss him off that much? I don't know. But I, could, that's, can you imagine you like work for someone you quit, you give your two weeks and you ask for your paycheck and they like that. I've never heard that shit before. There's got to be more to that story. I mean, they gave he, him his last paycheck. So he, if, if he, he went was, through a lot of effort to get all them pennies. Well, my thing is, if he did, if he, if he did something wrong, then they wouldn't have gave, they wouldn't have given him his um, paycheck. Right. I mean, like something he did that wouldn't cost them money, but. I feel like there's something to say fuck you. Well, dude, in the article, it said that um, he had damages that do cause damages to his business. So he probably quit. But if he did damages his business, why don't you keep his last paycheck for the damages? Something there's something so you that petty, so you that damn petty. Like you said, he did damages. No, dude, the employer is petty as, as fuck. Because like, if you if you feel like he did damages, 
you wouldn't give him his last paycheck. You would keep it for the damages he supposedly did to your job, to your um, business. But damages could be anything. It, it, it might not it don't be matter. something that All right, let's wrote, just, right? We'll never understand it, but that was shitty. I've never heard that before for no reason. Yeah. That was... That was nasty looking at them pennies. All right, let's move on, you guys. All right, let's get into some uh, Midwest, Wisconsin type shit. Miller Lite is releasing a candle that smells like a dive bar. Oh, my God. They have a candle collection now, Miller Lite, for no reason. It's game day bar, beer garden, and dive bar. That all smells like ass, okay? Yeah, Especially. <laughs> smells like piss. Especially. <laughs> if you talk about the Midwest. <laughs> A dive bar. It's been over years since we gathered in a crowded bar to watch our favorite sports team. So this is why they made these candles. Because you haven't been in it. Well, have you guys been to Wisconsin? Because we ain't really shut down. <laughs> so yeah, people been in bars. Yeah, yeah. people been in bars. I, I I don't understand. So I they can see. I can see this being a hit out here. I can see it even being a hit inside the bars. Just to I'm gonna be honest with you guys. I'm gonna order these. I'm going to order these, and next week I'll tell you how they smell. And it's going to smell like piss when I come in. <laughs> yeah. Instead of warm apple pie. Because <laughs> my candles always smell like food. So I be trying to look for cookies and stuff and forget that I have candles burning that smell like food. I'm going to get this dive bar, uh, game day, and beer garden. Each candle costs 20 bucks, but it goes to a good cause. It's helping the um, bartender give. Um, find uh, foundation. So I'm gonna figure out if I can still get them. So I'll go on their website, and then when you come swizzle, you're gonna smell dive bar. That's great. Can't wait. <laughs> oh, you can still get them. They will be shipped by the end of April. Boom boom. Guess who's getting these candles? Nola J. All right, let's move on. Isn't um, the factory over here. What Miller? Yeah. Yeah. That's why I said this is this is a Wisconsin thing, yo. All right, you guys, this is stupid for no reason. This makes no sense to me. Oregon man arrested after kissing stranger's baby in the mouth in the supermarket. <laughs> oh my god! What is going on? It's Oregon. Police has arrested an Oregon man who allegedly pulled down his mask to kiss a stranger's baby on the mouth. On the, oh, the baby on the lips inside a grocery store. Oh, my God. According to the New York Post, Austin Blake Stewart, 24, is accused of kissing a one-year-old girl while her mother was looking away at a Winko store in Springfield. Suspect left the store as a child's mother searched for him and alerted store employees about the incident. Investigators said the child's father was able to flag down a police officer to report the man saying he had just kissed his daughter on the lips. Ugh. Stewart is found hiding under a blanket <laughs> on a nearby street and charged with physical harassment and disorderly conduct. Conduct. While the mother glanced away for a brief second, the suspect leaned down, removed his mask, and kissed their daughter on the lips and then departed, police said. I'm done. For no reason. There's no explanation. There's no nothing. He didn't have a motive. <laughs> was he trolling? Was he... And I... Okay. Swizzle, we know for a fact that this quarantine that we've been going through and this COVID has drove people crazy. But we've, we're, we're in 88 episodes. So we've been doing this close to a couple years now. So, 
And we always got no reason stories. So I don't know if this is another one of our no reason stories or is this somebody just losing their damn mind in this COVID? Like, why would you do that? Or was he a, a pedophile? Like, I have so many questions about this story and they're not giving us any answers. He didn't Pretty many, <laughs> it, it was just, okay, you arrested now. That father was very calm because I, I promise you, I would have whooped that man's ass once I found him. He was all like, I called 911. Nah, it, nah, call, no. Call 911, but I will beat the shit out of you. First of all, it, with the COVID going on, that was just gross. But second of all, that's a pedophile move. Why are you kissing my baby on his lips? Come on, man. That's gross. And then he's under a blanket, so does he live outside? I don't know what's going on Is with that story. Once again, these stories will be on nolajcomedy.com. If you guys want to read this article and come to your own conclusions and figure something out, Reach out to me, please. Tell me your theories. I have no theory for that. I don't understand. Yeah. I, I, there was no reason for that. There was no reason. For no that. reason. That was definitely, we should do a, a top 10 no reason stories at the end of the year. That is going in the top 10. That is definitely no reason. There's no explanations. There's no, there's just, there's, there's no reason. <laughs> <laughs> All right, this is I got this article just to piss Swizzle off. Um, in Milwaukee, we're having our first ever hard seltzer festival coming oh in June. God. Hard seltzer festival. Yes, um, Seltzerland is what we're going to call it. Is this is this a joke? It's not a joke. It's coming to Milwaukee June fifth, um, and we're going to attract um, seltzer. You said it's called what? Clawfest. No, you want to call it Claw Fest. It's called Seltzerland. Oh, my God. And the guests will have the option um, to sample more than 50 seltzers. There's a dozen flavors. Um, tickets start at 29 bucks. Definitely you can go outside, single testing. Um, VIP tickets, which is... How much is a VIP ticket? Whatever the VIP tickets... Includes everything, but you get full cans of White Claw, oh especially God. cocktail and lunch. Oh, and they serve this is food with June fifth. You're not gonna go, are you? You're he, not gonna go. I don't know. You can't go to that. I don't know. That's the weakest. Non- <laughs> that's that's. Where is this world coming to? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I might. Um, Florida, I thought I had some Florida news. I, I don't this week. I was, I was chilling this week. Not really. I think, um, Florida is going through it right now, you guys, because they lied. They still have a curfew? They lied about their COVID numbers. They lied. Mm. They, um, I thought I had some, I don't, did you delete them, um, Swizzle? Because you don't like Florida? <laughs> I thought... Nah. I thought I had some Florida stories, but Florida has lied about um, their COVID numbers, which we knew this. Florida is, what do y'all expect from Florida? So they've been trying to make it seem like, um, the reason it seemed like they don't have such high numbers because they've been lying about their numbers. (laughs) Hmm. So I just... So they were going through it. So I didn't have a lot of Florida stories. 
Um, but don't get it twisted. Florida has been busy. And I swear I thought I had at least a couple Florida stories, but that was the main one I heard that they was lying about their damn numbers. Um, period. So it is what it is. So no Florida, but guess what? Swizzle. Let's go to the woke news. Oh, I love this section. Here we go. Woke oh news, God. you guys. Where's my bucket so I can throw up? <laughs> Here we go. This is where to throw up. Let's get it cracking. Headline reads, white teacher who failed to hang up on a Zoom call is caught calling a black parent a piece of shit and saying her son lies because that's what black people do. <laughs> they killing us, man. What is going on? Are we liars and pieces of shit? Yes. Katura Stokes and her 12-year-old son had a Zoom call with a teacher, Kimberly Kimberly Newman, on January 20th to discuss the educational issue um, because of distant learning. So afterwards, Newman failed to exit the call and was heard making racist remarks about the Stokes and the boy who are black. These parents, that's what kind of pieces of shit they are. (laughs) They're black. She's black. They're a black family. (laughs) The hate. Why we got so much hate? She's been hurt, I guess. I don't know. She added that the boy had learned to lie and make excuses that nothing is his fault because that's what black people do. Hmm. Stokes has now filed a damage claim against the school district. Newman has resigned as a teacher. No shit. No shit. We don't need to read on. We know what she did. Okay, here we guys go. Now, you guys, I'm a huge Tom Hanks fan. Really? Yeah, I like Tom Hanks as an actor. Oh, okay. Yeah, and let you guys know, Tom Hanks has three other kids. But this one particular one who keeps... <laughs> what is it we say our culture? Um, appropriate, disappropriate. What is he doing? Appropriation? Uh, something. Is that what it's called? I don't know what we call it. Culture appropriation? Something. He's doing something. He's... He's too much. Chet Hanks is back in the news because he said, he went on Twitter and said, it's a white boy summer is coming. (laughs) Yeah, because they need a summer. Because white people have nothing. He's the son of Tom Hanks. You are so privileged, it's ridiculous. He's a culture vulture. That's what it is. Um. Yeah, it's going white boy summer coming. Do you know that black Twitter killed him? Yeah. Killed him. So, yeah. So he said it's going to be a white boy summer. He's the same uh kid of Tom Hanks that um has this stupid ass Jamaican accent he likes to use. <laughs> Tag a real vanilla king respectfully. <laughs> and And today, I watched a video of him getting an argument with his black girlfriend. And he has a black baby mama. He's all in our culture. Um, It's too much. Mm. It's it's too much. And then Twitter, this is hilarious. I'm not sure what Tom Hanks did in his previous life to deserve a son like Chet Hanks. But I'm pretty sure he had to set a rectorio on fire. I will never stop screaming. I I can't with him. 
I can't. And to be honest, I don't know why I keep following this anything that he does. Because it's hilarious. I he, I don't I don't I don't know what's wrong with him. So yeah, it's gonna be a white boy summer's coming, you guys. Can't wait. All right, in more woke news. Oh my <laughs> Where's my bucket? Oregon police changed the name of the K9 Little Kim. After activists said it's offensive to use black rappers' name due to the history of cops using dogs on people of court color. <laughs> what? <laughs> you know, it's exhausting being woke. You know why it's exhausting? Because there's so... Okay, America was built on racism, slavery, all that stuff. Where do you start? And it seems like everyone's all over the place. They're just finding... Things, little things here and there. Is, are we just going to take little things here and there to correct it? Anything we just like. Everything, so, every little thing. Every little thing. Reach back 160 years. It just is exhausting. Being Kim, woke. who's a rapper. It's not like it was like somebody who was alive back then. I just need them to get a snooze button. The snooze button needs to come. So community leaders complained that the name for the Ben police dog was insensitive. A local activist said, I don't want to see little Kim out there biting people of color. Oh, my God. <laughs> police chief Mike Kranz said, from now on, the dog will be known as only Kim. We know little was in front of it regardless. Little Kim did not respond for and you know damn right what they're gonna didn't. keep you know damn what they're gonna keep calling it little kim you know that see and this is the wokeness this is why you got the white lady saying these black people are this and that it's because it's stuff no she's saying it because she's racist there's no excuse of what she said but the woke the woke stuff makes Period. them it makes them no mad. that 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 no i'm not she was wrong the woke stuff that right there it's just stupid. Now, we have stupid people, but no, no. She was racist in that Zoom call, period. All right, so last week we could talk about the toast with Holly Berry and the guy that got fired. Holly Berry responds to racist comments from the Fire New York radio host. All black women are beautiful. I told you this. I got heated last week because this pissed me off because I said, leave black people alone. Who are you to do that? So Holly Berry said, disgusting. It's ridiculous this type of nonsense is still being broadcast across airwaves. All black women are beautiful and worthy. Rod Letterman, get the fuck out of here. That's Holly Berry. Now, I'm going to tell you something. I fucks with Holly Berry very hard. A lot of people don't know this. Holly Berry is down for the cause. Holly Berry does things besides the fact of me meeting her with Eric Benet. And she was super chill and super cool. She was down to earth. Um, she, when they're, you know, like they have a press row where, you know, there's functions and things going on. You walk the red carpet and you have all the media that's reaching out to talk to you. Mm. Hollywood, Hollywood go over to the black media first and give them, and give them love. And I, I respect that about Holly. I respect Holly, period. She always keep it really, really gangster. She really dope. She keeps her. She's really down to earth on that. Her roots are boomerang. Ain't it? I mean, even though she is mulatto, because you know some woke person will say, "Well, she's half white and half black." No, she's mulatto toast. She um, she's real like that. Like she's really down. 
Like she don't play that. Like they, you could have People Magazine calling her out, but if let's say a, a, a black media is at the end, because you know they always got us in the corner somewhere, down further, she <laughs> will run over to them and holler at them. So I respect her for that. Um, I respect the fact that she came back and corrected, dude. Just because they said they wanted to toast like Holly Berry. Holly Berry's like, no, all black women are beautiful. Bunk you. And that was my argument last week. Like, leave us the fuck alone, first of all, with your nonsense. So she clapped back. So I'm glad she did. I like Holly a lot. I really do. I give her mad respect for that. Um, And more woke news. uh, You won't get in trouble for the Olympics if you decide to kneel during the anthem. That's great. Wonderful. <laughs> uh, and more woke news. This idiot right here. This is a dumbass. This is fire chief facing charges for pulling a gun on a black real estate agent. Oh, my goodness. Now, let me break it down to you. An Alabama fire chief is facing multiple charges after pulling a gun on a black real estate agent and the photographer who showed up at his for sale home. Oh, my God. The incident took place in Roswell, Georgia. Anything outside Atlanta is very racist in Ku Klux Klan, so uh, I'm not shocked. Regina Lee scheduled a showing at a home belonging to Jason Edward Rickles. That's funny. Don Rickles, Rickles. Don Rickles always said racist shit. Okay. She brought along Dwayne Clifford body. Body, 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 body. Okay. To take photos of the home. According to Atlanta Black Star, the 43-year-old fire chief in Tarrant County arrived with a gun and threatened Lee and Body, even smashing Body's camera on the ground. At some point, he pulled out a 9mm gun on the duo. According to the um, AL.com, Rickles arrived at his home in SOV and blocked the Body's vehicle. The fire chief then asked Body, what are you doing? Hmm. Okay. The photographer told the angry man that he was there to shoot footage footage of the home and showed Rickles his camera as proof. That is when Rickles snatched the camera, destroyed it before yelling, not here, you're not. He also reported threatening to shoot body if he moved. Part of the heat exchange was captured on the cell phone. They could hear Rickles cursing. Body could hear cursing at Rickles, who claims... To have broken a camera, I'd be mad too. Rickles was arrested and charged. Now, this is a, this. The reason this is so stupid is that you're selling your home and you hire these people to sell your home, and then you come there and you see them doing their job, and because they're black, you went through all that. It's like a Dave Chappelle episode. Real it's life. a it's a skit. Like yeah. idiot, you called us to do this. <laughs> That's it for woke news. I'm too tired. Woke news makes me tired. I wish you people would take a snooze button. There's things that you definitely should fight for, and there's some things that's just, it's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. I had an article about SpongeBob. I'm a big SpongeBob fan. Oh, you are? Yeah, I love SpongeBob. Love them. Love them. So um, they have to pull a couple episodes because it's referring to the virus. Like in past, like in from the past, from the past, yes. <clears throat> Why do they have to pull it? Why? Yeah, because they're talking about the virus. Because the Simpsons, they did they pull? 
I'm talking about SpongeBob. I don't know why they picking on SpongeBob. Mm. I don't know why. I don't know. I don't know the rhyme or reason of woke people. I don't because there's too much out here. It's just too much. You got it's way too much. Where do you start? So you just pick random shit here and there. So SpongeBob got two episodes that had to be pulled because they were talking about a virus. Um, and I kind of remember it. So I, I, I don't know. I, I really don't understand it. But I didn't. Here it is. SpongeBob episode pulled over the virus storyline. Mm. Nickelodeon announced on Tuesday that season 12 episode titled The Quarantine Crab of SpongeBob SquarePants will no longer air due to the virus storyline. The episode focused on the health inspector who discovers the clam flu at the Krusty Krab Bikini Body Bottom Residence. So they pull in it. I'm, I'm done. So it, was- it aired in 2003. They pulled it in 2000. I, I'm done. And I love SpongeBob. Makes no sense to me. All right. And Healthy Living Food Network is going to debut a cannabis cooking show called Chop 420. I'm here for it. Word. Um, and a very funny comedian, Ron Funchies, is going to be hosting it. So that's going to be a good time. On Discovery Plus? It is going to be on Discovery Plus, and I have it. So it's called Chop 420. So the spinoff, there'll be, of course, um, comedian Ryan Funches will host along with chef, chef judges that include Esther Cho, Luke Reyes, and Sam Talbot. These are all comedians, I think. <clears throat> and then they have a cannabis activist. How do you become a cannabis activist, I wonder? Okay, anywho, um, while cannabis... <laughs> Cannabis is still illegal at the federal level, but a number of states are legal. So, yes, that's what they're going to be doing. I'm looking forward to that. It's going to, of course, start on 420. So they're cooking with it? Yep. Word. Yep. <clears throat> so like that's... Like cookies and stuff? Yep. So that's the healthy living. Guess what? We have no Dr. Dre news. That's news in itself. Yep. Uh, Drake news. And Drake news. Drake is um, digging a college basketball female team. And everyone's scared of the Drake curse. Mm. I like the Drake curse because the Raptors. The The (laughs) Raptors? Toronto. I couldn't talk. You're trying to say rappers. No, Raptors. The Toronto Raptors. Raptors. <laughs> Never mind. Right. <laughs> what was I trying to say? You're trying to say Raptors, but you keep saying Yeah, Raptors. And Rapiders. I said Raptors. Because <laughs> he's a rapper. Um, also in Drake News, there was some woman showed up armed at his at his Tarant, Toronto. I can't talk. Toronto um, mansion. Hmm. She had a gun or a, not a gun, but she have a knife. Was she trying to kill him? She tried to break into his home, and then she had a knife. The details remain unclear because the Toronto police have yet to release any solid information. I'm trying to understand, was she going to kill him? Yeah, with a knife? I don't know, man. I'm so over people. She better leave Drake alone because we're going to have a problem. All right, in entertainment news, uh, we've got um, Nitsi Hussle, Estate, 
settles with the Crips in a trademark lawsuit. I just think it's re- really mm-hmm. weird that gang members lawyered are, up. are lawyered up. And, 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 and it's just weird. But anyways, they settled. I, that's just weird. This is a weird world because Gen X back in the 90s, you had never heard no Crips crap doing that. Um, this is something strictly for me in the entertainment business. Uh, Swizzle, I know that you asked a while ago, you miss going to some culture type stuff. Our gallery night is back and I'll give a little background to some of our listeners. Uh, gallery night has been going on for, for at least over 10 years and we do it every quarter. So it happens like January, March, July, wait. I, I, I can't remember how it goes because COVID has got my brain mixed up, but it's back. So it's going to be a two night and it's in person and virtual, but I like that it's in person. So you go, you look at good art, um, different places open up throughout the city, like restaurants and different spots and they put art up and then you, you can eat and have snacks and it's just, a, it's a really nice time. Mm. I enjoy it. So you going this year? They're going to have the full in-person event back in July. That's nice. It's two days in April. Um, I have gigs the weekend that they're doing it in April, but I will definitely do July. Word. So you just go to, you walk around at different spots and, and local shops, restaurants and bars, all that. So you kind of walk around at different things and look at it. And I, one of my good friends is a very good, she's a very good artist. She's excellent. So her work used to be in a lot of stuff. So um, the artists will be around. You could talk to them, and they have their own little stuff. So that's some cultural stuff that you said you were looking for. All right, let's get into the verse. The versus battle, you guys. Uh, versus is booming, man. It's a year anniversary, and they they got to come up now. They partnered with Peloton. Mm. Why don't you go ahead and read this because I need a break. So Versus departed with Peloton Home Fitness Company and Music Collaboration Collection, which I'm not familiar with Peloton. Peloton is this bike that you have live um, trainers. Like on the screen? On the screen. And you could pick different fitness people and you, um, it's the big craze. Everyone's doing it. I feel it's like a I big deal. I've seen that on Snapchat. Somebody's snapping that. So, so. they have it <laughs> where you, you work out, it's a workout bike exercise you have a screen the guys talking to you. you feel like you're in a class with a bunch of people and so yeah it's so, a big deal it's a big everyone's got it because i listen to howard stern he's got it. he's always talking about his peloton and and the um instructor that he has and all that other crazy stuff so go ahead so peloton a home <clears throat> fitness company and versus a hugely successful webcast series announced on Monday that two will be releasing a Peloton versus music collaboration collection. Last April, producers Kasim, Swiss Beats, Dean, and Timothy Timberland Mosley launched Versus on Instagram to cheer up those who were stranded at home due to the pandemic. Since then, millions of people have followed Versus on Instagram, encouraging major luxury brands and politicians to join the live stream. To talk or make virtual appearances in front of the platform's huge online audience. Uh, it's only a matter of time before Versus got off with a lucrative, music, lucrative business opportunities. Dean and Mosley signed a similar Versus contract with TikTok's live stream competitor, the Triller Network, earlier this month. Versus popularity 
uh, parallel pelotons during the pandemic when millions of Americans switched to digital alternatives when they could not attend gyms or live concerts. So Timbo the King said in a promotional video, when you look at Versus and Peloton, you'd be like, oh, snap, it just sounds right. Swiss B said, is that your um, is that your impersonation of Timberland? Yeah, that's the older Tim. I don't know what Timberland that was. That- and then Swiss Beats was like, I feel like parallel lines with Versus and Peloton are the same. He added, you're in the zone. Your energy is there because, you know, I, I have a lot of energy. Everybody's in the VIP, the same seats at the show. The Peloton so versus- that's Swiss Beats. Yeah, that was Swiss Beats. Oh, okay, okay, go ahead. I'm just trying to I'm trying to keep up with your impersonations. Go yeah, ahead. Yeah, yeah. I, I know. I he, didn't know you did impersonations. You, did, you thought he was here, probably. Didn't yep, you? I, th- I thought Swiss Beats was <laughs> sitting like, right next to me. Him and Timberline. Yep. Yeah, you know I'm working on it. Uh, Peloton versus series will not provide live artist events, but all Peloton fitness subscribers will have access to versus music playlist. The series premieres Monday at 7 p.m. <laughs> Okay, well, this is a big deal. So for um, for Versus to be out for a year, they're making major moves. And, and this is dope. And what they're saying is correct. Uh, because of gyms, because my gym is closed and I'm pissed off. Um, I can't afford Peloton. I got the knockoff version that I still have to put together. You got the skeleton? I, yeah, I don't know what I got, but I'll put it together and work it out. But it's true. It is like being in a gym. It was helpful. So them combining together is a it's a is is dope. So Tim and Swiss is doing a damn thing. Period. They doing a damn thing. Now in the um versus battle, uh this Sunday, Easter Sunday is the verse. Oh, I can't wait for this. The Ice Brothers versus Earth, Wind, and Fire. And just found out that Steve Harvey will be hosting it. So mm. this is going to be good. On Sunday, I will be sitting right here having a good time with some old school. God, I, I love the Isley Brothers. This is going to be a tough one. That's a Friday. What day of the week is that? Sunday. I said Sunday. 4-4. Four, four. This is going to be. Um, we got to let the boomers know. Well, you're going to have to show the boomers how to watch it, too. And you got to do. Uh, see, that's the problem. I would love for my mom and them to watch it, but you got to hook all the stuff up for it's a lot of work to get the boomers to get with this because they don't know anything about Instagram. You know this, right? So that's the first problem. Then they, they but they can watch it on um, Triller. Well, then you got to figure out how to get that with that. So, I mean, good luck if you got boomers in your life. But I think a lot of people could hook it up. Unfortunately, my mom is in Vegas. If she was here with me, then she I'd have her sitting here with me watching it, pretty much. So if you gonna have pops do it, you gonna have to figure it out for pops. And the winner is the Temptations. Okay, I don't know what Swizzle's going through. We're gonna go to um, <laughs> urgent care. So. No, it was a joke on there about him announcing the winner and pulling the Miss Universe. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. So he's in his own little role there. Now in who gives a fuck news, um, Sharon Osbourne apparently is luring up because she got fired from The View for uh, standing up for Piers Morgan. So she's suing. I'm going to be honest, you guys. I don't give a fuck about Sharon Osbourne issues with The View, period. Mm. Supposedly, she got $10 million as a buyout. But then I heard that was a lie and I don't care. 
Um, I watched the clip of her with um, Cheryl Underwood. Shout out to a very funny female comedian. Mm -hmm. Um, And Cheryl was very respectful to her and was saying, you my friend. I'm not saying you racist. I'm just trying to understand um, how you can't understand what Piers Morgan was doing. Whatever. It's some bullshit. Nobody gives a fuck, Sharon. Whatever. Do you. You're married to Ozzy Osbourne. You guys got plenty of money. Like, I don't really care. Like, this story I just don't care about. And they keep talking about it. Yeah. So that's it. Who gives a fuck news? All right. Let's move on to our last one. And oh my God news. Now, anybody knows me. I bring this dude up all the time. This is the 30 year anniversary of Jeffrey Dahmer eating people. Mm. In 1991. Yes. So. I just thought I'd bring it up. They still have the Jeffrey Dahmer tour. There's a lot of documentaries about Jeffrey Dahmer. If you guys want to learn about it, he ate the majority of black men, period. Black gay men. So, yep, 30 years. Dude had body parts in his freezer. Like, I remember when this, when it, when it happened. Just like yesterday. And I remember the witnesses on TV like, um, well, I was just, no, no, to be honest, I was just moving to Pittsburgh when all this was going down. So I I was moving to Pittsburgh, but I remember, I don't know if I came home to visit or something, but I remember watching the news and this one lady kept saying, I smell something. I smell something in the hallway it was bad. And I live in an apartment building. You sometimes walk through, you smell people's garbage. You like, yeah, you know, they need to take their damn garbage out. Because in an apartment building, you smell all kind of shit. Mm-hmm. No pun intended. But this lady was like, it was, it was really bad. And and they just, you know, they chuck it off as like one of those, this is some weird white man in the building who probably can't cook or. Then take his garbage out or whatever. But this dude had body parts in his freezer, his refrigerator. It's a sick-ass story, you guys. It's a sick-ass story. All right, you guys, that is it. We are done with all the news and the craziness and the no-reason stories. You got nothing on Lil Nas X? I don't want to talk about that. Nike? I don't want to talk about it. Everyone's talked about it already. There's some things that there's no need for us to talk about because it's been talked about to death. There's a lot of stories I could talk about. The the Saweetie and Quavo uh, elevator shit. All kind of things that went on. But it had a Beyonce I, sit in a Jay-Z moment? Solange. Solange. People need to... <laughs> elevators and snitches. Y'all got to realize this. And the funny part is, in that video, and I wasn't going to talk about it, but Quavo looked up at the camera because he thought he was cool once he got in the elevator. But that camera was all before you got in the elevator. So... Whatever. Mm. So it is what it is. I, there's a lot of things I don't discuss on this podcast because it's been talked about a lot. So why keep repeating the same shit that's been beat? The horse is dead. They didn't talk about Lil Nas X. That's beaten. It's mm. done. I have no comment about it because I don't understand it. So I ain't going to talk about stuff I don't understand like that. I don't. And honestly, I don't really give a fuck. I just don't. Mm. It doesn't. It doesn't do anything for me. That's nothing that hit me. So, okay, that's it, you guys. We're going to take another break. We're going to come back to Jizzle's Corner. Once again, Jizzle's Corner is going to be short and sweet. Sweet and short.
I, I seriously, guys, uh, I'm 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 taking him. Uh, I'm taking him. I'm taking him in. I'm gonna take his temperature again. I do this every week. I take his temperature. I really think it's 160 degrees. It's, I really it's do. It's 400 degrees. It's probably 400. He's probably like not even living over like there. Juvenile. That's all I know. All right, you guys. This is the No Reason Podcast, episode 88. I am Nola J. And I'm Don Suave. Don't you move, because if you snooze, you'll lose. He is so corny, you guys. We'll be right back. We are back. It's the No Reason Podcast, episode 88. I am Nola J. And I am Don Suave. What? Why are you slow down? What happened? I had to switch it up. You ain't switched nothing up. You slowed it down. All right, here we go. We're in the jizzle corner now. It's a comedy corner. Uh, any comedy news that's going on? I, I can't think of anything that's really going on. Um, does anyone make it any major moves? I haven't heard anything this week. Haven't seen anything this week. Nothing big going on. There's a lot of stand-up on Netflix. and <clears throat> uh, Yeah, nothing. Did you hear anything? No. Nah. I haven't either. So nah, it's been a... a, a Uneventful week for comedy. I'm trying to think. Eddie Murphy, Deja, no one's done nothing. Um, no. So I really have no comedy news, which is weird. I don't think there's anything coming up besides the fact that clubs are opening back up. Stand up is coming back. Uh, gigs are coming back. I think the summer is going to be popping. It's going to be a lot more shows, a lot more things going on. Vegas is open. Like, everything is opening up. <clears throat> All right, let's get into this Jizzle Corner. What I want to talk about, you guys, I really don't know what I want to talk about, but I'm going to start at my roots of where I start from. Stand-up is not the beginning of me. The beginning of me is improv. Improv is, is my heart and soul where I start from. So I originally started... That got me motivated to be a professional and start getting paid was improv. I was in comedy sports. I don't know if you guys ever heard of comedy sports. Um, it's an improv. Uh, it's an improv place, <laughs> and we have it in Wisconsin. <clears throat> and they have them in different places, but ours was called comedy sports. I love improv. The reason I love improv, I'm pretty good. I mean, I'm going to pat myself on the back. I'm pretty good. I'm pretty quick and witty on the spot, on the spot. Stand-up is a little bit more tricky because you have to form jokes, do jokes. But there's comedians like Sinbag and Earthquake and different people who say they never wrote a joke in their life. They just get up and do their thing. Mm -hmm. I admire that. Good for you. And I, I have a combination of that. I write and it comes off the top of my head. And I never remember what the hell I said. So I started an improv with comedy sports, playing um, improv games and things like that. And for you guys who don't know what improv is, is um, pretty much it's you're willing to to say yes. So, for instance, <clears throat> improv game is like if you if you were at an improv show, you have four or five of us on stage, and then we might ask the audience member to come up, and then we play improv games. So we might play a game like, for an example, we might play makeup, uh, a yoga exercise. Mm -hmm. 
So if somebody makes up something, explain it. So you might do something crazy where you might put your hand up on your forehead and put your other hand. And I'm demonstrating the um, swizzle right now, you guys. You can't see it. One day we'll have video. And I might put my other hand over here and I'm like, okay, do the tree lift. Do the tree lift. And so then everyone does the tree lift. And then the next person has to repeat what you did. And then they make up their yoga pose. Mm-hmm. And then they move on to the next person. So okay. that's improv games that you play. Different stuff. Um, do you do that tree lift every morning? Or is that... I just up? made that up just oh, now. Okay. It was improv. Okay. Right. Oh, my God, you guys. Seriously, I'm I'm taking them to the hospital. I can't right now. You need to lift some trees right I now, t- don't you? D- no, you need <laughs> to smoke some trees. Maybe that might help. So, um, <clears throat> so I started improv. Now... <laughs> this is a uh, a little quick, sweet story I'm going to tell because I hate going long with this podcast. Everyone knows this. I say this, but we end up doing it anyway. But um, so there's a bunch of co- comedians and I, this was like about 10 years ago. We got, <laughs> we got a gig at a prom. High school prom. <laughs> oh, wow. Now, you guys have to understand, as comedians, we take any gig we can get, especially back then when we when were just, we're hungry. We're hungry. Mm-hmm. So, uh, it was about five or six comedians, of, of, of five or six comedians, I think. It was like, yeah. And all of us do improv. We know improv, but we do stand-up. So we got booked for a gig for a prom, and they were spending the night at the high school. Like in the school? In the school. So they they had their prom, and then we were like their entertainment because they were spending the night in the high school. Because the after party. Okay, yeah. yeah, yeah. The after party, and it was like in the suburbs. So, So mind you, I don't perform for kids. I don't. Teenagers, yeah, I get it. They get my humor. We could do it, but I still not comfortable because I don't want no parent to get mad at me like, you know, what she talking about. Mm-hmm. I'm not that PG-13 type of comic. I can do clean comic if I have to do it, but I like to just do me, period. Just like you see at the podcast, well, I, you hear on the podcast, I like to just do me. But they're all NC-17. They're all it doesn't graduation matter. So age. we get this gig <clears throat> at this high school. And uh, it was Byron who got us this gig, Rest in Heaven. There's a comedian who passed away a while ago. But anyways, he got us this gig. So there's six of us. And we have to do the show like at one in the morning. Mm. An improv show for them. So now, (laughs) to be in our role, all the comments we had are pretty much professional. But there's a couple of them were like, uh... We was we I wasn't sure we weren't sure what was gonna happen, mm-hmm. but you have to understand we so hungry we're like yeah we got a gig they paying us because I think the school was paying us too so right, right. so we knew we had to be PG thirteen but playing improv games like I told you those little simple games those are fun as in the corporate world would call it's kind of like icebreakers mm-hmm. so for you people who are in corporate who understand that that's like icebreakers mm-hmm. so getting to know people breaking the yeah yeah breaking it yeah i guess in a sense so so we all show up and um they put us in a classroom 
So we wait. That was our green room. Our green room was a classroom. <laughs> right. And we were going to perform in their cafeteria, but they moved everything out and made it like a stage. Mm-hmm. And then they'll be able to uh, sit and watch us. So we're in a little, I don't know, the, the social studies classroom. So the six of us in there. And we got the door shut, and we're practicing, and we're getting ready, and we're all a little nervous because these, you know, these are kids. So right. we're trying to make sure we don't. So we're practicing and stuff, and we're in this closed-off room, and it's like midnight, and all of a sudden, I sniffed. I said, "I smell alcohol," and then, um, the other comedian next to me, he's like, "Yeah, so do I." Mind you, we're like sober. We're doing everything the proper way because this is like, first of all, it's a professional gig and we're dealing with kids. Right. So I take it seriously. I'm not going to come turnt. So I'm like, damn, something stink. One of our comedians was drunk as hell. Drunk. Part of the reason he was drunk because he was nervous. Well, that was the majority of the reason why he did it, because he was nervous. So he was super drunk. So this whole entire time, now we realize that it's him. So we zone into him. We were like, dude, what, what's going What? What? He's like, no, don't worry. I'm going to I'm gonna sober up. I'm going to sober up. Well, okay, we'll, we'll, be, we'll be just fine. And we're like, oh, shit. Oh, hell. So we like, so now we're thinking, okay, so now we're thinking when we play games, we know he's drunk, so we got to figure out a way not to have him do too much. Because mm-hmm. we don't know what he's going to do. We don't know if he's going to go rate an R on our asses or what he's going to do. He was <coughs> fucked up, period. So we in there practicing. He messing up. Every, just drunk. So, <laughs> so, <laughs> so we like, all right, we're going to do this. So we go on. We playing games. He was doing shit that was so out of order like it was like and we're trying to cover up for him and and we're trying to like like cut him off and and just anything not bringing the attention to him and so we can get this money but he smelled like he smelled like he bathed in vodka or something damn right now we expect the high school kids to be drunk we're pretty sure they was drunk on something or whatever but that's none of our business we there you know to perform so the sixes of we pulled it off but the point of the story that had me just, I, the reason I told this story is just the little shit like that where you just, you have one job, man. One job. <laughs> you show up. Just show up. Piss let's, drunk. let's play some, improv games are fun and easy. I love them. They, they're fun and easy. And I love doing improv. Are we going to do one in Jizzle's Corner one day? Improv? Yeah. I can play a game with you. I hope you don't have to get uh, your temperature checked or we'll take you to the hospital or anything like that. But so, yeah, that's where I started was improv. Even though I take Second City classes and stuff like that, I, I've never took improv with Second City because I consider myself kind of a, um, <clears throat> a ex- not an expert. What's the word I want to say? Professional? <clears throat> a professional with improv because I started in it with comedy sports and it's a lot of fun. And to be honest... I prefer, that's why I love doing like crowd work and things like that, where I always talk about how I get a heckler and all that good stuff and do mm-hmm. all that. It's because I, I'm really good, quick like that. It's the, 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 the other part sometimes is really tricky for me. But yeah, but yeah, I just thought I'd bring up that crazy ass story. That's the Jizzle Corner. Um, dude was 
drunk. We was in a suburban high school. And one thing I remember about this high school, too, they were, oh, they were woke because they were voting whether to keep their mascot name or their mascot because it was like an Indian or something. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, they was woke back then. Can you say what state this was in? It was in, was it in Wisconsin? Yeah, I think it was in Wisconsin, but it wasn't in Milwaukee. It was somewhere out in the suburbs, I think, somewhere. I honestly don't remember that part. Okay. You weren't drunk, though. No. Uh, the rest of us was very professional. That's one thing we do do. When, we, when we're supposed to be professional, I showed up like, no, we're, we're going to do what we got to do. And on top of that, um, mm. we had to be there like 1, 2 in the morning. Right. Trying to perform. Can't be falling asleep. And, and falling asleep. He was faded. Faded, and it was so funny because we knew he was. So, like, trying to keep him, keep him normal. When he would talk to one of the kids, like, because there was times where we were mingling with them, we was mm-hmm. like, people was taking turns, like, get him away from him, get him away, <laughs> move him away, do this, do that. Like, we had to babysit him the whole entire time. I just, it was just hilarious because a lot of things could have went wrong if we would have let him loose. We could have gotten in a lot of trouble, I think. Because I feel like we would have gotten in a lot of trouble. Yeah. Because we was in the suburbs, high school students, some drunk comedians show up, <laughs> trying to do improv, end talking up, all nasty and gross. And end doing, up on no reason stories. And, huh, yes. And doing our rated stuff. It's like, dude, we can't, we got to be like PG 13, 17, whatever. Wholesome improv games. You can't swear and drop f bombs and all. It was it mm-hmm. was a hot mess. So yeah, that is the Jizzle Corner. That's what I got for you guys. Um, next week I'm I don't know what I'm gonna bring. I'm starting to dig the Jizzle Corner because I kind of flow and say what I want to say. I like that. But the moral of that story is if you're getting into comedy, see that's what I'm saying. Get your feet wet. Get your feet wet in improv. This is what I'm saying. It'll, Swizzle, It'll serve you on stage. Swizzle is horrible, you guys. He's horrible. He's horrible. What's up? I don't know. What the hell are you talking about? Improv. But, uh, anyways. It's important. Well, improv, I, I like improv. Not everybody can do it. You can, Not everyone can do it, but I love improv. Improv is one of my favorites. All right, you guys, that is the Jizzle Corner. I'm starting to enjoy the Jizzle Corner. Hope you learn a little bit more about Nola J. That's the whole purpose of it. All these articles and things we talked about is on nolajcomedy.com. Every now and then I do post it on my Facebook page, Nola J. So check that out as well. I do have gigs coming up. I apologize that I do not keep them on the website. I do advertise, but I never tell you guys anything because with COVID, it's a whole different beast out here. So um, people are just, um, and when I start headlining more shows, then I definitely will let you know because I need you. I need. I'm gonna need y'all <laughs> to buy tickets and 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 pump me up. Mm. But for right now, yeah, I'm still working. I'm doing things. Um, Life is good. I have no complaints. I want everyone to be safe out here. Regardless, we still got this. I don't know what's going on. This COVID things are still going on. So make sure you guys do what you do to stay safe. Also, make sure, you know, I'm going to say this. Watch something funny. Go somewhere funny. If a club is open where you at, definitely go. Definitely go. Support comedy. Go laugh. This world is crazy as hell out here right now. So please take time out for yourselves and laugh and enjoy life.
I appreciate each and every one of you guys for always listening and supporting me. Uh, yeah, this is episode 88, No Reason Podcast. I am Nola J, a.k.a. Chocolate Blonde, a.k.a. Jizzle. And I'm Don Suave, a.k.a. Suavarati, a.k.a. Suave Mente, a.k.a. Don S. The King. Oh, my God. You guys, he t- it, it takes so long. I think I'm going to take his temperature and probably just, I don't know, I'm going to drop him off this time at the door at Urgent Care. I'm not going in. I'm too embarrassed. Oh, that would be great. Yeah, it would be great. That's what you need to do. All right, you guys, have a great week. We'll talk to you next week. Peace out. Deuces. Peace. Tell a friend to download and subscribe to the No Reason Podcast with Nola J, the Chocolate Blonde. Go to the website, nolajcomedy.com. That's nolajcomedy.com.